Good morning. Last night, faith leaders around Leesburg organized an event on what elected officials can do to better combat racism. And making his first public appearance since admitting to wearing blackface as a teenager was one of those elected officials, Virginia Attorney General Mark Herring. For Monday, March 4th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. Money Talks, now teach it to hug. For 20 years, your Community Foundation for Loudoun and Northern Fauquier Counties has helped generous donors support causes here at home. I'm Amy Owen, President of the Community Foundation. Won't you join with us and others who wrap their charitable vision and arms around this community? From memorial funds to scholarship funds to donor-advised funds, our staff makes it easy and rewarding to create a personal foundation and everlasting legacies. Your wish, your vision, we grant it. Find us at communityfoundationlf.org. Thanks for being with us. I'm Ren Screen. Last night, Virginia Attorney General Mark Herring made his first public appearance since admitting to dressing up as a rapper and putting on blackface for a party as a teenager at a gathering at Mount Zion Methodist Church in Leesburg, where uh, people got together to discuss ways to combat systemic institutional racism. The Healing Virginia program was organized by local faith leaders. Herring's revelation came days after the disclosure of a racist photo on Governor Ralph Northam's medical school yearbook uh, page and a subsequent admission he'd put on blackface to dress up as Michael Jackson. Those blackface controversies, white supremacist rallies in Charlottesville, and the more recent outrage over an offensive underground railroad exercise in Loudoun Elementary School provided the context to the meeting, which was aimed at figuring out what Herring and other political leaders could do to better combat racism. Topics included questions on how to get an African-American judge elected in Loudoun's courts, how to strengthen hate crime laws and more effectively criminalize acts of intimidation and harassment by the KKK and white supremacists, how to better teach the history of racial oppression and discrimination in Loudoun schools, and including the addition of blackface to the curriculum. Herring, who sought to expand hate crime laws during uh, this year's State General Assembly session, sat in the front row as other reform options were discussed and then addressed the crowd. I am so very sorry that something I did a long time ago when I was 19 has added to and contributed to the pain and to the disappointment. While there have been calls for him to resign, he found support in the Leesburg audience. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, at the Loudoun County Spelling Bee last week, after 13 rounds over more than three hours, Stonehill Middle School student Ashrita Gandhari emerged as the champion. The 11-year-old 6th grader came out on top of a field of 78 elementary and middle school spellers and will represent Loudoun in the Scripps National Spelling Bee, May 27th. She won on the word seance, a meeting at which people try to make contact with the dead. Seance. S-E-A-N-C-E. Seance. Congratulations. But the spellers who didn't make it shouldn't feel too bad. They were up against one of the best spellers in the country. This is her third trip 
to the National Spelling Bee. For the past two years, she has competed on behalf of Franklin Elementary School in North Andover, Massachusetts. As a fourth grader, she made it to the top 40 spellers at the Scripps Bee. Last year, her family moved to Ashburn for work, and now she's here winning our spelling bees. The Scripps National Spelling Bee is broadcast on ESPN, but you might be able to see Ashrita at work before then. She is one of four Indian American spellers and the only girl featured in a new documentary, Breaking the Bee, which will be screened during the South by Southwest Festival in Austin, Texas, next week. County supervisors on the Finance Committee are working on the county's construction plans for the next six years, and they've decided to push back plans for a first-of-its-kind science-oriented public library in favor of transportation projects. The county's budget includes funding for a science, technology, engineering, and math or STEM library, which would include a STEM-focused collection, meeting rooms, state-of-the-art technology and equipment, and a 500-seat auditorium. This all comes with a price tag of $47.4 million and is going to start getting funding as soon as 2020, but supervisors say the project isn't ready. Finance Committee Chairman Matt Letourneau said the board needs to understand what exactly the project is and decide whether they really want to invest in it. Instead, they decided they will put that $47 million to use on transportation projects like sidewalks to metro stations or plans for a roundabout at Route 50 and Trailhead Drive. The Finance Committee will hear county staff's recommendations on where specifically to spend that money at their meeting March 12th. And the Land Trust of Virginia's Board of Directors has formally established the Malcolm Forbes Baldwin Fund to help pay for conservation easements to protect farm properties from development. This fund has been talked about since late last year, almost immediately after the death of longtime conservationist and pioneering environmental attorney Malcolm Baldwin. Baldwin had spent a life fighting for the environment, convening the first national conference on environmental law in that then-new field, serving as senior environmental law and policy specialist at the White House Council on Environmental Quality during the administration of President Jimmy Carter, and helping local officials in Sri Lanka establish that country's environmental laws and policies, among other work. In 2002, he retired to Weatherly Farm in Loudoun, turning his energy to growing grapes, raising sheep, and protecting rural lands. He co-founded Save Rural Loudoun, helped create the Lovettsville Cooperative Market, and was active with the Virginia Farm Bureau, the Loudoun County Rural Economic Development Council, and on the boards of the Piedmont Environmental Council and the Land Trust of Virginia. He also put Weatherly under a conservation easement. Under a conservation easement, landowners agree to give up development rights on their property, also setting up an agreement with a qualifying organization to monitor the land and receive some tax benefits. But those easements can cost tens of thousands of dollars to set up, with legal fees and other costs. After his death in November of last year, Baldwin's family members had the idea to honor him with a fund at the Land Trust of Virginia to help protect small farms from development, taking some of the pressure off of those farmers to sell their land. People began donating to the idea immediately, even though no fund had yet been formally established. According to Land Trust of Virginia Executive Director Sally Price, to date approximately 40 people have donated almost $10,000 to the fund. She said that fund, along with the county's own new grant program, should help several farmers protect their land. To contribute to the Land Trust of Virginia or the Malcolm Forbes Baldwin Fund, visit landtrustva.org support. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. 
On today's Get Out Loud and Calendar, tonight is Dance King Studios' Salsa, Tango, and Swing Group Class and Social. No experience or partner necessary. It starts at 7.45 p.m. in Leesburg. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, spell out to all your friends why you like it so much so they'll listen to and subscribe. Wherever you get your podcasts, it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.